All right. What, uh, I don't even know how to lead into this morning with this. Uh, it's going to be, hey man, this, I'm just, this is going to be hard. This is going to be, this going to be super hard. Uh, I want to talk about my thoughts and frustrations around suicide. Uh, specifically it'll be veteran suicide, obviously, but, um, just in general, but I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's going to be hard because I've tried, I've, I've tried recording my thoughts on this before with other podcasts and I ended up just deleting them. Like, no, you can't, this isn't well formed enough yet. You, you're saying things that are going to push a lot of buttons. It's going to challenge people. It's going to hurt some people. It's going to offend people. Um, none of that my intention, and so I've been I've been I've been reluctant to record it again. This is probably the fourth time now, and I'm just it's, yeah I'm dick dancing around this, and I need to I need to communicate what I'm saying out loud, and, and I, I've shared shared this conversation with a few people um, that I trust and value that that know I'm coming from a place that's not intended to to hurt or harm or insult or offend or whatever it is. And I've, I've talked to people that suicide has affected them directly, family. Um, you know, full disclosure, I, I have not been affected by suicide in my immediate family or even, even like my, my remote family. Right. So I, I have to, I have to acknowledge that. Um, I got about 10 spit cups on my fucking desk right now. Uh, but I have been affected by suicide to a degree that a lot of men that I've served with, I was their commanding officer, I was their squad leader, I was their platoon commander. We shared uh, times in the Marine Corps together, both in just training and in combat. And, and I have really close friends that were that have been affected by suicide because of their husbands or their sons. And so I can speak from that position. Um, I'm just frustrated. And I know my frustration probably pales in comparison to the hurt, the sadness, the anger, the frustration of, of those that have lost people that are even closer than the ones that I've, I've known. And I don't know. So I guess, I guess if you choose to be offended and hurt, like that's your choice. And I'm not saying that, Hey, this is just going to be messy. This is just going to be messy. And I'm not saying I have the answers. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm laying it out there and like people need to think like me. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying I need to, I need to say it and be heard to invite others to have more conversation to, to yes, to reinforce or to help me refine or, or to argue about my thoughts. And, um, yeah, but I just, we, we just lost another, another dude two days ago, hung himself, was a, was a young hoobalhead, went to, went to Iraq with him and it's just like, fuck man, it just pisses me off. 
I'm not even. And 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 I field phone calls from men that served with him, us, and they're struggling to figure out what to feel, how to feel. And and you know I'm pissed because this motherfucker takes his own life, takes the easy road. It, it, temper my temper my anger right now. Um, and he leaves a wake behind him of other people now that are struggling and he's setting conditions for them to be more susceptible to do the same. And we got to break the cycle. Uh, self Suicide is the most selfish act I think anybody can ever fucking take. And I don't think it's meant to be selfish deliberately, but when, when when somebody commits suicide, they're not here to they're not here to actually see the the effects of 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 what they're doing. But yet, but yet they had the wherewithal to see the effects of what happened to close ones and relatives in the family. When they when they, they get they get the opportunity if, if when some, when one person commits suicide, that individual doesn't get to feel the repercussions, the effects, the consequences, but. But the next guy does, and that should be a significant enough deterrent not to go forward and do it, period. And I get that, that, okay, cool, but it also set in conditions of hurt and anger and frustration and, and whatnot. And I, I'm just trying to, and, and I'm not saying that somebody that's getting ready, that has made the decision to commit suicide, uh... Or frankly, like some people haven't even made the decision. They end up just being under the influence of drugs and depression or, or alcohol and and they do it and it's not like a decision that they really were making. And I, and I just need to, I need to tease this out because it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. I, I, uh, I refuse to go to a funeral for somebody that's committed suicide. I refuse to, to do a workout for them. I refuse to do 22 bullshit push-ups. I refuse to, to do any of that. Cause I don't like the, I don't, I don't like what it's sending, what, what, what message that sends to somebody else that's on the near, near side of making the decision to commit suicide. Fuck that. No, I'm not going to your celebration of life. I'm not going to get fucking ripper drunk and do toasts and, and talk about how much I miss you. Fuck that. I'm not. And I get it. People, when I'm when I'm talking with people and, and we're having good, healthy discussion and they're like, yeah, but Tasha, you're not doing it for that person. You're doing it for their family and you're doing it for this and this and that and the other men. And, and I get it. And, and yes, I understand that. But, but okay, so how many more families do I have to keep doing that for? And it's not that I don't love, you know, the, the wives. I talk because, because it's mostly, it's all men that I know that are committing suicide. Like, white males are, you research the studies, the statistics, I'm not going to bullshit you with, with facts and, and being correct, but, like, the majority of people that are committing suicide are, are white males, right? It's, it's, I guess that's our... Our Achilles or our crutch or, hit or, or or something, right? That's our disease or whatever. But like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to. Your, I'm not going to go console your wife and your kids, 
and your parents, and your brother, and your no, fuck that. No, I'm not. And and that sucks. So so when I, when I, when I want to share my thoughts. I am sharing my thoughts. Uh, hey, let's just draw the line right now. Right, right now, time now. I get it. There's a lot of grieving families and friends, and and this is not a conversation. My thoughts aren't towards them, and I'm not trying to slight their loved one in any way. And and we can we can that's a, it's a separate conversation. But I need to draw the line right here, right now. Everybody else that's still alive that's able to listen to this, this is a conversation for you for me, for us, to figure out what the fuck is going on. And it's, it's, yeah, so what do we do? So we've got all these organizations that set up, let's do, let's just go do this hero workout for this dude that, that was a coward to face the rest of his life. Let's go, let's go do, let's go do 22 push-ups, which is what? It's just blowing ourselves up. We did 22 push-ups so we can post ourselves on Instagram. Like, what, what, what is it doing? What is doing 22 push-ups doing? How is it saving people's lives? It, is, is, it's putting money into programs that are doing what? Like maybe some are on the pre... Like, like I want to focus on the prehab side, and I'm sure money is going towards the prehab side, right? The, the, the pre-consequence, the pre-catastrophic uh, incident. And I get that. But a lot of money is going to support their families. Scholarships and funeral costs and... and and whatever, help pay mortgage or this or that for those that remain behind after somebody commits suicide. And it's like, hey, okay, I got it. That, that needs to be in place. I want to, I do, I want to. So, but I don't want to send the message to somebody that's teetering and toying with this idea of taking their own life because they can't bear whatever personal shame they have or, or guilt or negative feelings or depression or whatever they're dealing with. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to weigh that side of the scale for them to then say, "Oh well, if I commit suicide, at least Tosh is going to be there. At least these programs are going to be there, and they're going to take care of my wife and my kids, and they're going to they're going to pay my car payment that I can't make because I lost my job, or or no, my kids are going to get a cost scholarship, or hey, you know what? When the boys get together, they're going to toast me and remember all the cool shit I did and how much of a bad motherfucker I was. Like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to reinforce that side of the scale that tips a veteran to think that suicide is a more attractive option than sucking it the fuck up and fixing themselves unfucking themselves because everybody right now and I, and I get it there's, there's medical conditions CTE TBI whatever whatever that might put a different category of people into greater risk of of committing suicide not even knowing it or, or whatever but like those are the exceptions to the rule. And let's stop putting the exceptions back in the general population. Let's just talk to the general population. And because, you know, I can speak there. Like, I think it's normal, natural, and healthy to imagine a world, what it's like without them. To imagine what it's like not to be alive. To contemplate one's own, own existence. I think it's normal and natural to do that. I think it's essential to do that. I think it's normal and natural to contemplate, not contemplate, I think it's normal and natural to think about suicide and what that would do. And when you're in a healthy state of mind, frame of mind, 
you can understand that, okay, suicide is selfish. It's going to get me out of this pain, this hurt, this guilt, this shame, this whatever, 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 this, this bad situation because of bad decisions or, or life. Life just, it's not personal. Mother nature's not personal. Life's not personal. It just, shit just happens to us. And, and when you're in a healthy state of mind, you can organize that. And, and committing that to suicide, like, I don't have to, I don't have to deal with this shit anymore, you know, and I'll be, I'll be better. I'll be at peace. I'll be whatever, whatever. Right. But that conversation needs to be balanced then and not even balanced. It needs to be fucking corrected with the other conversation that no, my wife, my kids, my parents, they're not going to be better off without me. My friends are not going to be better off without me. Oh, I'm just a constant, you know, disappointment, this and that, and I can't pay the bills, and I'm just a this, I'm just a loser, whatever. Nobody's lives, you show me one, well, that's that's not a conversation I'm going because those are exceptions. But like, in, in general thinking, like, you show me the family's life that's better off after somebody commits suicide. You show me that those son and daughters aren't not adversely affected, husbands, wives, parents, aren't just crushed. You show me that... That, so so I beat that line of logic out, right? Uh, the world will just be better off without me. Hey, shut the fuck up. That's what I got to say. That's what people need to start talking, how people need to start talking to the men that are at risk. Instead of dick dancing around, pussyfooting here and there, you know, oh, well, this or oh, well, that. No, we hey, fuck that. It's, it's not even, a, it's not even it, it shouldn't even be a conversation. But it needs to be a conversation, and it needs to be talking. It needs to be talked out, very direct, very very specific. That's how I talked to the men when I was leading them. Maybe I not liked it in the moment, but I like to think that the majority of them, after the fact, like, man, you know what? In reflection, like that's exactly what they needed to hear at the time they needed to hear it. I wish somebody else had talked to them that way instead of, you know, the the nice nice bullshit. And it's like, hey, no. The world's not going to be better off. Your family's not going to be better off without you. It's going to be worse. Oh, but you know, they're going to throw a party for me and I'll be remembered. And People will come to my grave and get drunk and drink Jack Daniels and fuck that. No, we're not. No, we're not. Stop incentivizing it. And and I don't mean we're deliberately incentivizing it or we're, we're trying. Like it's just an unintended consequence of what we're doing and we need to just think about what we're doing. Stop, man. Who, who's, I, I just, we're all these fucking men. Like, everybody, oh, I'm such a tough guy. I'm such a this, I'm such a that. Raise your fucking hand and say, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I want to accept responsibility for stopping the cycle right now. I want to be responsible for stopping the cycle. You know, I talked to a buddy of mine, lost four family members to suicide. And he was being, he was being, um, he went to therapy and lots of weird shit, right? Like growing up, losing all the, mothers, aunts, and it's just like, yeah, you're more at risk. You're, when, when a family member commits suicide, you're whatever the number is, 10 times more likely to commit suicide yourself. Multiply that times somebody else in your family. Multiply that times somebody else in your family. You, of course, we're at risk. You can talk about at risk for health. Like, Let's talk about suicide health prevention something. And if you look at a unit and you've everything that we did in a unit, you know, unit cohesion, all of that stuff was to create a family. And so when one member of the family commits suicide, you're, everybody in that unit is that much more susceptible. And then another one and another one and another one. So now we can see this domino effect and why. 
because it is. We need to treat. We need to start considering. I mean, it, the, the guys we serve with. I mean, they're as close to family as you can get. They're even more so sometimes because the experiences you shared, and, and it's like, yeah, hey, okay. So now I understand that better. When Armando was talking to me about that, I'm like, okay, hey, I can see, I can see this now. You know, so and so from the unit committed suicide. We're going to have another one from the unit in another three months because the risk factor goes up. And then now that we got two, we're going to have three. Now we're going to have three. We're going to have ten. And it just keeps going up. And it helps explain what, what what's going on. But it does nothing. Your 22 push-ups does fucking nothing to prevent. You creating a hero wad does nothing when somebody's not in a healthy state of mind, thinking rationally, it, it does the exact opposite. It, it's like, oh, well, maybe I'll get a hero wad. Maybe I'll get this, or my family's going to be taken care of, or we're going to get that. No, man. No. No, we're not doing any of that. And remember, I'm drawing the line right here. Time now. I'm not talking, hey, we need to do things to support the families. We need to do things to support loved ones that are that are negotiating the consequences of, 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 of one of their loved ones' poor choice, right? We need to do that, but again, that's not that's not what I'm going at. I'm I'm focused on the prevention side. It's like I'm 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 tired of being sad about it. I'm pissed. I'm pissed at you that you didn't give me the opportunity to talk to you. Why didn't you reach out? This is such. This is like no no pun intended, obviously, but this is this is the biggest life decision you're about to make. Let's not fuck it up. You know. And we're, I'm supposed to feel sad for you when you didn't even give me the courtesy to give me a conversation before you made this poor decision. I'll, I'll field phone calls 24-7, 365 for anybody that's thinking about this shit. Give me that luxury. Give me that courtesy. I don't, I don't care if you're a stranger. Just give me that courtesy. If you don't give me that courtesy, then then don't expect me to give you courtesy or your family courtesy on the backside. That's how I feel. Let's stop. Let's stop unintentionally encouraging people to take their own lives. Let's start there. Let's just let's just fix this. We're attacking the problem from the wrong direction because our hearts go out and our sympathies go out to the families and the loved ones. I think, yeah. Hey, how about this? Let's go. Let's go another direction with it. Hey, fuck you. How many good people died in combat against an enemy to save your life, to save our lives? That we rely and they, and they paid the ultimate price. And and maybe they didn't even pay the ultimate price. They lost an arm, a leg, two legs. Right. Whatever. Whatever it is, they lost their families because they came back with this this PTSD that they can't that their, their families couldn't navigate and they lost they lost their families from it right how many people how many good people do we know that their lives are significantly changed because they were fighting to save our lives and then you just go piss it away you know fuck that that's not part of my ethos and 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 yes, like I'm struggling enough as it is to to reconcile shit that I was required to do overseas and the decisions I made, and the guilt, 
in the in the, in the sadness, the, the shit that I had to fucking do to bring as many people home as I possibly could, and, and knowing that I didn't bring everybody back, like, and then you, it, because I refused to give the enemy a win, and and now ten years later, fifteen years later, you you just decide to give the enemy a win, because that's all it is. You committed suicide. You gave the enemy another win. I thought that I thought we were over there to to, to deny them victories. And here you are back here and you're giving it to him. It angers me. So no, no, I'm not going to your celebration of life. Fuck you. I'm just trying to, and and I'm trying to think like, yeah, I've, I've thought about suicide. And I'm okay saying it. And I've never come close to committing suicide. I've never come close to really contemplating the act. Why? Why? Because I'm thinking. I'm in a rational place. Have I thought about when I was irrational? Yeah, when I was ripper drunk, for sure. And feeling really, really sad on some anniversary or because I get triggered by... Yeah. Yeah, I have. How close have I ever come to... Who knows, right? You don't. You can't really measure that until you actually. You don't. You don't have the line, right? You, to, to measure backwards. So, so who knows? I don't think I've ever come close because I've, I've denied myself to even accept that it's an option. I can think about it, and I take it off the table. It's like quitting, right? Like quitting. Quitting doesn't even become a choice if you don't even put it on the the, the, the table to think about. Hey, let's think about it. Boom, 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 boom. Let's just make sure that we end up. Understanding when we get done thinking about it, that that's not even on the table of, of things to choose. Take it take it out of the card. Like you got a deck of cards and you, it's like, hey, let's just take the joker out of the deck of cards. So when you have to pick a card, you can't even pick that card. And that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to take that option away. It's not even an option for you to choose. And I and it's and it's crazy too, right? Like I'm not naive, I'm not ignorant to think that to not think that you know a little bit of antidepressants and all this medication that you get jazzed up on, you decide to self medicate more, or you decide to change your own dosage, or you decide to drink alcohol or or do some other drugs in combination with these things, and it fuck it scrambles your head all up, and you find yourself doing some shit. You don't need to be doing, but it, but on the front side, if you have so unequivocally said that it is not even an option for me to take my own life, when you start to get ripper ripper drunk or confused, at least you're padding that to not even come up. Maybe I don't know, and I know that people are are are, are dealing with real physical psychological injury makes it a lot harder, if not impossible, for them to navigate these things, to have that sense of mind, to take it off the playing field. I, I understand that. I know. And I, and I don't be being overly harsh and critical. It, it's not coming from a place to insult or anything. And I know there's more sides to this in conversations, but then fucking let's have the conversation then. If you got a different point of view because you're so close to it, then give me a phone call 
shoot me a text, shoot me an email. I don't care. And, and talk to me and tell me, educate me, please. Educate me with your common sense so that I can, I can, I can soften my stance and better understand so that I can be better armed to, to help the fight. Because me sitting here doing 22 push-ups and getting called out by 5,000 people on Instagram because I didn't do my push-ups and they tagged me in the video and I didn't repeat the message and keep doing it. Right? Fucking stupid. Me doing 22 push-ups isn't stopping anybody from doing suicide. In fact, I think it's encouraging, potentially. And I might not be... I I I might not be crystal and clean in that statement but you can't tell me that there's not a little element of possibility when I say that you can't and I I do understand different perspectives but I don't need to bring those up because the rest of the world is already bringing them up and that's all anybody's hearing Nobody's, nobody's coming out loud and saying what I'm saying because they're afraid to hurt, like just just like myself, just like myself. Now I'm going to I'm going to struggle tonight and tomorrow and the next day and who knows how many days, thinking like, man, if I had only just released that podcast when I first was feeling this frustration, if I had only just released it then, if I only, it, you know, I could even release the second one. Like I could have prevented it. I could have prevented this one and the one that happened just a couple weeks ago, and I didn't. I don't hear anybody, I don't hear anybody, all these really cool motherfuckers, I don't hear anybody on the, on the radio waves or, or on the Instagrams or anywhere, I don't have, have anybody having this hardline conversation. Everybody's afraid of it, just like I was. I was a fucking coward to say it out loud, to put it into the air. And fine, if I lose some friends because they're mad because they lost a loved one, they lost a husband and now they hate me and they're going to convince other people in my circle to hate me too because I'm such an asshole, then fine. Because if it saves one person's life, then you should actually be thanking me because I'm preventing another wife from feeling and another couple kids from feeling the things that they're feeling right now that you're feeling. And that's my only purpose. My only purpose. I try to think about, I try to think about it like, what if I lost, what if I lost my wife or my son to suicide? Would I be feeling the same things? Would I be thinking the same things I'm saying now? I don't, I don't know. That's a, that's just a, a a thought experiment futility right there I don't know I don't want to know how about that I don't want to know because I want to do everything I can to prevent it from happening and you know what I want to I want to prevent it from happening to all of you to anybody like I don't want anybody to have to go through the mess on the after side my only intention Nobody else is, I, I don't hear, maybe they are, maybe I'm just in a, in a closet and nobody else is having this hard conversation. Spooky. But you know, like, fine, don't, then you know what, you know what I challenge you, if you don't want to, you don't want to have this hard conversation and say these hard things and maybe you don't really feel as strongly about your sadness as you pretend you do. How about that? Because when you feel so convicted about something, it transcends your fear. Or your anxiety. It does. I don't care. If you're so convicted, why do you think we talk about 
strengthening character and purpose and values, right? Like, because those things will transcend your fear and it'll, it'll, it'll put you to do great things. And, and I failed, failed over the last six, eight months. And I didn't release my thoughts. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't share my thoughts. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to insult or hurt or harm families on the consequence side already. And I do want to help them. But no, uh, no, man, like, hey, I drew the line. I don't know how many minutes ago, 20, 20 minutes ago, I drew the line. Boom, time there. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not fucking doing shit for your family. How about that? No more handouts. No more this, no more that. Get, get your, hey, if you, if you really think, how about this? How about this, Mr. I'm about to commit suicide? Your life so sucks so bad. The world will be better off without you. Your family will be better off if you weren't here to do this and that. How about how about saying, okay, you know what? Maybe they would be. So why don't you unfuck the things that you're doing wrong right now so that they can be better off with you? How about that? How about how about pointing the finger back at yourself and thinking about ownership and saying, okay, I'm so fucked up. I'm a this. I'm a druggie. I'm a I'm an alcoholic. I'm a I'm a terrible husband. I'm a terrible father. Uh, you know. Okay, cool. My family be better off without me. Well, number one, no, they won't. And number two, if you really you really that concerned about them, then unfuck yourself. There, that's the logic. That's pure logic. If you really care about the loved one that you're hurting, then change. Period. Otherwise, you don't really care about them as much as you say you do. You care more about yourself, you selfish fuck. And that's why you're taking that's why you're taking the easy road. How about that? And what is what is help yourself? What is change? Oh, I can't change. Okay, fine, like cool, like Let's get some help. Let's talk to people. Let's get committed. Let's go, you know, but let's do something that shows that you're willing to put an ounce of effort into changing yourself so that you can support the narrative that you are trying to say. And let let's and I'll pour I'll pour a thousand pounds. You give me an ounce of effort, I'll give you a thousand pounds of fucking effort in return. That's all that's all we're asking. And I I'm not even your wife. I'm not even your son or your daughter. You're thinking about committing suicide? You need to knock on the door of somebody who's lost a loved one and have a conversation with them, how it's affected their life, and take a look at their children and how it's affecting their psychological fitness to help you get some more data and information to, to at least balance the scales. And ideally, it's to completely offset the scales in the opposite direction, right? Like, that's what I'm aiming for. But, like, like it hit me when I was doing the webinar the other night. Like, you don't go from A to B. You don't go from contemplating suicide to not being suicidal. You don't go from A to B. You go from A to not A. You go from A to not A. And maybe you go to almost B. Then you get to B. How about that? That's just a, it was a brilliant articulation of something that's just like small steps, right? Like micro goals. Like, and it, it, my attempts are to get you to not A. That's all I want to do right now is get you to not A. Just stop, man. 
it's not even an option. It's not even a choice. How do you talk to an irrational person? That's that's the other part, right? Like, okay, Tosh, cool. Like, you're talking to rational people. Rational people don't do it. Ah, rational people do commit suicide, right? They're different, except I'm talking to the general population. And I would suppose that when they arrive at a decision that they're going to commit suicide. And I'm not talking, just because I arrive at a decision that I'm going to commit suicide doesn't mean that I'm committing at that moment. It could be a week from there, right? And you're, you're unconsciously communicating signals that that's what you're about to do. So, so, so we got to get better at recognizing what those signals are. We got to get, rec- we got to get better at recognizing the signals that you're giving that suggest that you're trying to suppress the signals that you know, you're probably giving we got to stop reinforcing the unintended consequence that we're trying to prevent. And so when you make, you, when, when somebody arrives at that decision, they're, they're probably in a rational state of mind. And they almost at peace when they end up doing it or they're fucking not conscious in, in terms of being not under the influence, right, of something. And how do you talk to somebody? How do you how do you talk them? You can't you can't talk to irrational people. What do you do with, when somebody's just so irrational? You can't, right? You can't make any sense. It doesn't. You gotta you gotta. It's like when my dog is barking like nonstop, like 140 barks a minute. That's it's like Freya. Like you can't. You literally have to like tap her on the head or make a really loud noise, clap your hands or or just kind of grab her and hold her to get her out of that because she gets in the front of her brain and then it's just like she can't process anything. All she's doing is barking and barking and barking and barking. You see it's in her, in her, in her blood. I don't know. What do you, what do, you do to an irrational person to, to just fucking shake them? So hard. I don't mean physically. I just mean to get them out of that, so that you can have. And hopefully not. Hopefully this this is my attempt. This is my attempt right now. Is hopefully to be catching people right now. What I'm saying, whether you like it or you don't, whether you agree with it or you don't, that's not the conversation. Whether you have a different perspective or not, that's not the conversation. The conversation is what I'm saying has value, is not absent of making sense. I'm not saying it can't be tempered a little bit. I'm not saying that I'm not feeling other things also. I'm just not that's not I'm just not choosing to represent that side of the story right now. I'm trying to represent the side of the story that I believe really strongly in and nobody else is representing. You know, because they're afraid to hurt somebody that's living on the on the post-event side. This conversation's for pre-event side. That's what we need to do. I guess that's hard too, right? Because then if somebody does, it's like training. I got you in training put you through a training evolution. I'm trying to mimic the experience of combat, which death would be, in, in serious battle injury, would be potential outcome of it. 
but you know you're in training. You know I can't really fucking shoot you. I can't really. I've got laws and rules and limits, whether it's by laws or just by my, my nature, by heart, by human heart or something. can't really do that to you, so I can't fully replicate combat. So you're in the sheer nature of training, you're inherently safe given risk mitigation factors and operational risk management and and everything, right? But you're but you know like when you go to a live fire evolution with me that it's designed around safety. And therein, you know, to get as close as possible to reality, I've got to try to confuse those lines of safety for you so that you have plausible deniability. You can suspend your disbelief a little bit and then start to make decisions that you would if you were really in a combat situation, right? Like, that's the goal. It, but but ultimately, whether you're aware of it or not, you know you're in a training environment, you're safe. Point being, I can talk about how I don't want to support your family and I'm not going to hurt and I'm not going to want to make sure that your kids are okay and safe because I love I love people, I love humans, I love... It's it's just, yeah, you got to help them. So I can't, I can't tell you, Joe Shithead... That no, I'm not doing shit for your family because you you you've got that. It's inherent that I'm going to want to. My my heart is going to be so torn that I'm going to want to. And so that's where my my the logic does break down, right? And say all this stuff, but until but maybe you gotta maybe 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 the, you know that's the whole. I don't want to say sacrificial lamb. That's a bad bad saying but like maybe you got to draw the line hey at what point are we all going to draw the line right now okay moving forward no fucking more no more moving forward no more you know i drew that line a long time ago years ago i don't go to i don't go to i don't go to funerals for people that commit suicide i don't and it, and it hurts and it sucks i don't celebrate people that and you know what's sad is there are a couple people that i know and families that I know of of veterans that have committed suicide that they did have some sort of TBI, CTE, something that they're just and some some significant chemical imbalance that that just f- fucked it. I know, I know and they're, and they're the exceptions. They're not the general population. I'm saying so. Like I'm saying, if you've been contemplating suicide more than you think you should, hey, maybe you need to stop fucking drinking. Maybe you need to stop taking your illegal drugs. Maybe you just need to knock on a professional's door and say, "I need fucking help because I'm thinking about this way too often, and I'm spooked. I'm spooked that if I get in an incoherent state of mind, I might do something that I know I don't want to do rationally, but it's going to sound like a great idea in the moment. It's like when I go out and I, hey, I'm going to go. We got got a little reunion. Got some buddies coming out. We're gonna go get Ripper drunk. We're gonna. I know it's gonna get stupid. It's gonna get stupid. And I just predict the future. And it's like, okay, hey, I'm not driving. And when we go, we got to make sure that so and so is sober. And we gotta, hey, you know what? And we're not gonna go here because I know that that there's too many other things, variables that aren't in control. We gotta go over here. We gotta do it here. So when we do get out of control, we don't have these other variables that are enticing us to do even more. Because I've made those mistakes. I've made those mistakes. We've got to get help. We've got to get help with these people. If you find yourself thinking about it more and more and more, you need to fucking call me. You need to call 
somebody. You need to have the conversation with your wife. You just need to get you just need to get somebody else aware. You have to. You have to. You're you, you just hang yourself and all you did was just hurt a whole bunch of people that loved you. And you just set the conditions for a whole bunch of other veterans that you love that you don't you don't want them to kill themselves. You fought so hard for them to stay alive. And so then you go hang yourself and then you're setting conditions for them to be more susceptible to do the same. Yeah, you know, your logic is flawed. Logic is flawed. We need to unfuck it. I'm just getting redundant. I'm getting more angry. I don't even know. And here I am now, sitting here now. I shouldn't post this, man. I shouldn't post this. Why? Why shouldn't I post it? Because I feel like I'm a mess. I feel like I'm a mess. And I'm going to make it more messy for other people. And then I'm going to, and if I make it more messy for other people, and I actually do, I do something that creates more problem by posting this or something that, I'll even be more of a mess. And I'll have fucked up the lives of so many more people. Whether my intentions are or not, the impact. But, yeah, so here I am. Probably going to delete it again. I feel better talking about it. But yeah, cute. I'm sitting here talking to a blank screen so yeah cool I feel better um, anyways I'm gonna post it I'm gonna post it figure it out sorry to throw this at everybody if you've been uh, if you've hung on for the 42 minutes that we're at right now I guess uh, I don't need you to reach out and make sure I'm okay I don't want that. How about that? Don't call me up. You okay, bro? Like, I don't need that. I'm not there. I'm I'm good. I'm really good. Being upset's good because it allows me to develop the skills to manage being upset. And I'm in control. Everything's fine. You don't need to reach out to me. You know what you can do? You can You can reach out to just a friend and just tell them that you love them, you value them. Hope to see him tomorrow. I don't care what it is. Figure it out. You can reach out to. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit on record. And before I transfer this to the computer to upload, I'm gonna text three fucking men that I served with and just tell them that I love them and I miss them. That's what I'm gonna do. That's my promise right now. Hey, and if I don't text you, like no insult, I'm just doing three. I don't have the bandwidth for the 30,000 in the, in the contact book, right? Like, but anyways, I'm done.